0: Welcome to The Way of the Emotional Warrior Podcast, where we investigate how to master and harness the energy of our emotions to regain our power, vitality, confidence, and quality of life. There are tons of websites, books, videos, and courses that speak about changing your thoughts and mindset. You know, three steps to this, nine tips for that. Old school personal development told us that all of our blocks come from the brain and our thinking process. However, new research proves that our thinking and decision-making actually comes from our emotions. After all, emotions are energy in motion. Emotions drive our money decisions, life choices, relationships, and even our health and fitness. Having the life of freedom and joy that we all crave requires that we first master our emotional center. Welcome to The Way of the Emotional Warrior. Hello and welcome to the Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. My name is Kai Ennis and today we will be answering the question of do I actually use all my stuff? So this week I watched a show on minimalism. It was interesting to see people talk about their lives, how they used to earn six-figure incomes in corporate jobs, where their main goal was to climb the ladder in order to earn more money. Now why do people do this? Well, one of the main mantras of our society is that more money equals more ability to buy things. So we have to assume that behind this ping pong game of trading time for money, there's got to be something meaningful, right? I mean, it would have to be. We get up at crazy early hours. We work late giving up other activities and so on. It must mean that the payoff uh, it is Clear tremendous. Tremendous. to me that more money meant more things, so more things equal, equal success. August. You get a nice used car and instantly you see someone else with a newer car or a nicer looking one. It's so aggravating. Now, when does it ever happen that you actually have the best of something? Is it even possible? It always becomes clear that someone else has a shinier object than you. So what is there to do? Enter minimalism. In the show, people were scaling down to the point where one guy had all his worldly belongings in two bags. And he called himself homeless because he didn't have a home. Now he rented places wherever he traveled, but I mean, he literally lived out of two bags. Now I think less is more is a great philosophy. There's something very elegant about streamlining and efficiency. However, an emotional warrior knows to approach things with balance and harmony. Extreme minimalism will of course work for some people, The human condition works according to zeros and ones, which we call polarity. So the bookends of minimalism are good to know. I've experienced both extremes, where minimalism is on one side and true excess is on the other. From having very little to having to call excess, that is a strong dichotomy. In one of my prior episodes, I talked about comparing yourself to others. In doing that research, I came across Wallace Waddles, and he wrote that part of the human condition is to immerse in the world of the material. That is how we experience and grow. Again, moderation, grasshopper, moderation. So what perspective can I offer here? Well, let me think on that a bit. So now it's two days later, and here's what came to me. I will call it usism. What is useism, you ask? What's well, all about using your stuff? If you have things, then just sequentially go through them and see if you actually even use them. They will transform from being shiny objects to helping you live a better and fuller life. Clothes, things like that, they're always a good place to start. Wear what you have, something every day, right? And if you don't love it, send it on. You gotta love, though, that dress shirt and sweatpants combo for Zoom. All right, now, you will find that some stuff you have will be pretty useless. Other stuff is actually quality stuff, but you just don't use it. So why would you keep it then? All right, is there any neuroscience on this topic? In a study led by Flinders University professor Mike Kyrios, it was found that hoarding disorder assigns great significance to to the emotional attachment that individuals place on possessions as a way of compensating for a lack of emotional warmth experienced in their early years. It continues, as a consequence, by not having a strong sense of emotional belonging, the people who hoard cling to personal belongings to mimic a heightened sense of security and control. Their strong attachment to possessions compensates for their feelings of uncertainty or being threatened. In addition, a need to keep possessions in view compensates for poor confidence in their memory. They deal with fears about decision-making by holding on to possessions, even when the resulting clutter is detrimental to their quality of life. Now that's, that's a lot, okay? but unpacking that, I realize that hoarding is an extreme version of having stuff, but the emotions are most likely the same. Stuff attachment has to do less with the stuff itself and much, much more with the emotions that we attach to them. So here's an example. I have my first bass guitar hanging on the wall. The wiring has gone bad, so playing it is not much fun. I mean, it just crackles and fuzzes. I've had it in the shop, but it needs to be rewired. I mean, this stuff is fairly old. I'm just not sure that in this case it's worth doing it. Now, I have it hanging there because of the emotions that are attached to it, no doubt. I I played this thing for years, many great gigs and shows, and honestly, even better practice sessions. So why keep it? Emotions, man, emotions. Now I'll keep it, but now it is clear why it's hanging there. Other stuff can go, honestly. So where do you start with your cleaning up? With the things that have little or no emotional significance for you. They carry a low threshold of letting go, so it's easy to let them go and to move them on, and you get into the habit of doing this. Then you can go to the next level of stuff and attachment. Eventually you'll have a baseline of stuff. It all works for you and it all means something to you. Can you get rid of more? Sure. But do you have to? If you use your stuff and it means something to you, that's great. You won't need more because you have the right stuff. Simultaneously, you're getting stronger as an emotional warrior. Each item you can unpack in terms of actual use, simultaneously clears up the emotional juggernaut that's involved. So slowly, but surely, you will master your emotions and attain freedom and fulfillment. And there it is, people. Peace. Hey, thank you for sharing your time with us today. We would like to know what your thoughts are on today's topic. Please join the conversation on www.kyennis.com and at Instagram at way of the emotional warrior. So have a great day and be well.